to be present, we must be intentional. And to bear fruit, we must feed the soul. You're listening to Positive and Ponder. Hello, Ponders. Welcome back to another episode of Positive and Ponder. I'm so excited. I have my friends here, Kelsey, Mary, and Miko. Um, And this is our first time back in studio, uh, my home, my living room, (laughs) technically, um, in like a month. So uh, we've been super busy, though, behind the scenes, meeting you guys in person. It's been so nice. We've grown in person, um, and we're so grateful to have connected with you all. Um, If this is your first time here, um, Positive and Ponder is a podcast where we talk about everything and anything and the aim to give you some encouragement, um, some inspiration to learn from one another to grow together um and yeah we've had some pretty serious and intentional uh topics um these past ones and today will still be intentional but i think uh we also wanted the opportunity to just rant a little bit um most of our life consists of our jobs <laughs> probably 90 95 of our life um and our daily um our day-to-day is our careers, our jobs, um, and of course, we have ba- bills to pay um, and, and goals to meet. Um, so yeah, we're going to talk a little bit more about that, talk about our experiences with customer service, talk about um, our first jobs, our current jobs, our journey through the different jobs that we have um, experienced. Um, and yeah, even though we're just coming back from work, you can never get away from just talking about work, unfortunately. But I think as I was thinking about this topic in general, although it takes most of our time, um, we do have the choice to make the best out of it and to really enjoy just, you know, the in-between moments of it, the small, simple interactions that we may have with other people, um and yeah so i'm really excited to hear your guys my friends experiences because i don't think i've ever worked with you guys um so would love to see what happens at your jobs um all all of your experiences with the people that you interact with how it's changed you um and please leave comments below of your experiences as well so first welcome kelsey and miko hello i think you both guys both of you guys have been on the podcast but this is your first time like Actually, I think you were here for a game night, mm-hmm. so didn't really have much talk. Um, and then Miko, we talked a lot, um, and we did coffee, but yeah. this is first time kind of like in this type of setting. So yeah, um, so glad to be here. Thank you guys for being here. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for taking your time um, late in the night to be with us, but we're excited to to do this. So are you guys ready? Yeah. Yep. Let's okay. Let's, let's do get, it. Let's first get. question. Let's just get right into it. First job. And then your current job. We'll start with Kelsey. We're not saying names, by the way. Yeah. Well, <laughs> in Rockville. I mean, who are who are we? <laughs> who are we gonna get sued? I don't know. <laughs> um, right now, I work at a cake shop um, in Gaithersburg. Nice. And what is your job? What is your role? Um, I would say I'm a cashier slash barista. Cool. And what's your day to day like? What do you do? What's what do you do at your job every day? So I every day I would go in. Prep the cake for display, turn on the coffee machines, dialing in, and yeah, just like welcoming customer coming in and out every day. 
Nice. Awesome. What about you, Mary? I feel like I'm doing the same thing <laughs> as I did as my first and last job. But I used to work at a hot pot slash Korean barbecue place for like a few years as like a hostess. And then now I'm like a server at a uh, golf range. Oh, yeah. very cool. How long have you been working at? Which one? Your current job. Oh, now it's like two, two and a half ish years. Nice. Okay. So cool. some change. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Me, my very first job was um, I worked at Panera. I could say that. Um, Panera. And it was so funny because our last Reflect With Us session was actually at the Panera I first worked at. So it was like a fur, uh, like a full circle moment for me. Uh-huh. I think I only recognized one person who stayed there. I was like, wow, you're still here. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just crazy. I, I definitely did not hate the job. Um, actually, I, th- I always said like if nothing else works in my life, uh, I wouldn't mind working there. <laughs> um, so yeah, I did that. And then my current job, I am a preschool teacher teaching two-year-olds. So yeah. There you go. See, my first customer service job, because I had one before that, but I don't have to get into that. Um, <laughs> we will. <laughs> oh, I mean, okay. I'll say, I'll just say that now then. Um, my, my, my very first job was as a sign spinner. So I would go... Um, out to like out, they would send me out to different places advertising for apartments um, oh really like other like stores and stuff and I did that for like two years hmm. but then my first actual customer service job was at a Japanese crepe cafe and I just started as a crepe chef and then be- learned how to be a barista um, at that oh. job and then now I am working at another cafe um, up in Frederick um, and I've been there for seven months now, and I'm still mm. working as a barista, but I've also um, had several other roles outside of that uh, from yeah. other jobs. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Um, it's so interesting. Like, I feel like one of the first questions we ask any new person or just a person in general is like, oh, where do you work, right? And um, cause sometimes it can really, like, be a good – what's the word? You kind of indicate, not indicate, but like kind of tell what, what type of personality this person has through their job. Not always the case for everybody, but um, yeah, it seems like we're very, we're, we like enjoying people's, like helping people and serving other people. Um, so yeah, I just want to go right into it. Worst customer service or client or whatever uh, other person experience within your job wants to go first I, I have one already, so I can go first. and we're not naming names so just let's just not, tell her yeah let's call her just sally okay sally okay so it was like a pretty busy um saturday like afternoon and sally walked in with her two sons very like probably around four or five years old and um first she uh she got in line ordered and then it was because like it was super busy so i want to make sure everything's right so i asked her hey can you double check everything like you know how the screen is like on both sides where you can like see the items can you please double check everything on the screen if it's correct she said yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. everything is correct i brought everything out she said oh i didn't order this i actually ordered the other one. Oh, Bruh. i didn't order this one i i actually ordered the other one 
And then like, like I was like, okay, like you should have <laughs> you checked everything. I told you to check like two three times. Mm-hmm. And well, I still have I still uh, exchange like whatever she ordered for her. Uh, moving on, the line was still there. She had to take one of her son to the bathroom, and she just like look at me and be like. Can you watch my son for me while I take my other son to the bathroom? <laughs> I was, Can you babysit my kid? <laughs> I was like shocked. I was like, like in my head, I was like, "Lady, can you see the line right here?" Yeah. Uh, I didn't respond because like there was like customer. I was talking to a customer where she cut in, like during the middle of the like our transaction. Comic, like, yeah. So moving on. Obviously, I still kept an eye on the kid, but um. You had one eye at the kid and one <laughs> eye. <laughs> <laughs> and then her kid is like so noisy, like they <sighs> run around in a cafe. <laughs> yeah, in the cafe, like it, it's like a very small space. Yeah. So if you make like a little noise, it's like everywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they have their their little paws on like the glasses, Every... like the uh... display glass. Oh, <laughs> fingerprints. There's like prints everywhere. Oh, and, and um. They were running into the kitchen, which is like, there's like a sign that says employee only. Mm. And she was moving from one table to another table to another table, leaving trash everywhere she goes. And um, like, she didn't even try to clean it up. She And then she moved back to that original table. <laughs> I have to, like, obviously I have to clean it up because I want to create like a clean space oh no man ma'am please pick it up um yeah and then later like another group of friends joined her and she asked me oh hey could you have like paper and crayons for the kids to draw on maybe i hop this is like a very small bakery like Mm -hmm. we don't we don't carry much and like before it was just before we opened the dining we have like carry out for only for like almost two years Mm. so i was i was like and they were like sitting there and talking and yelling for like two hours at the end of the day like no tip Mm -hmm. (gasps) no way that's the worst i hate i hate when you have to like do all this extra stuff for customers and and they know it too like they obviously know that you're doing more but they give you no extra credit for doing all Mm -hmm. of it like not like i don't expect much because i made hourly but not a, not even a single thank you. Right. They just like stand up and walk out. Yeah. Before we get into the next worst experience um, story, first let's talk about like what's kind of expected out of our role. Like, you know, what do you expect? Um, how you expect to step in? You know, we have kind of like certain etiquettes and like expectations of us if you're in customer service or just working as an employee in general. So... If, do you guys, um, at least in, in your respective places, what is that? How do you carry yourself in the in the workplace and how are you expected to carry yourself? I'm always trying to do not only what is required, like like minimally required for me as a barista or like, you know, someone serving customers. I always try to go like the extra step to like mm-hmm. make that person's day or um, like just do something a little bit more to to make that transaction special even if it's mm-hmm. like a regular or a new customer or whoever i'm always trying to like just 
take the extra step and make their day. Let, let them have a good time. Right. Um, so not only, so like as a barista, not only am I giving them coffee um, that, you know, is giving them energy, but I'm providing some sort of service that's like, I don't know. Um, my mind went blank. <laughs> <laughs> Providing a service, like what is your goal with the customer? Um. Yeah, I just want I just want them leaving. Like I, I gave them the attention that they needed, and I'm mm-hmm. not I'm not just there for their business. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, I should have started with that question first, but you know, it's 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 real life where we have instances where we have bad days. We have instances where we may not have a good interaction with a customer or a client. Um, but I mean, in the, when you start that job, when you apply for a job, you really want to give your best. Um, and you tell your, the person that's hiring you, like you do want to try your best and show up. And, um, that's what you try to do. You want to keep your job, obviously. Um, but I think when choosing jobs, we definitely have to be intentional. Like, how do you, it's, it's definitely should, the aim should be long-term, right? And it's very case to base, a case to case, um, and where we end up. But, um, yeah, I think uh, we it can sometimes feel repetitive, but I found that when you find the beauty and just the little things and, you know, you don't have to have the goal of making someone stay, but just doing that, you know, and setting intentions for that definitely makes your day better and more fulfilling. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for me, my worst experience when I worked um, in customer service just one of the stories um i was at panera and this lady had ordered um and the first thing she says when coming up to me i was like hi how are you welcome you know and then uh she's like oh first of all i just want to say i hate this place i was like oh my gosh and uh, my manager was right behind me this is one of my first jobs so you know i i'm i'm for the most part i feel like i'm a very patient person um and one of the first things like in my head was like what happened to you like who hurt you um and so she ordered and then she complained about how expensive they were i'm like and they're 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 complaining about things that literally you have no control of you know um and then she 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 said yeah she she ordered it and then she came back she said i want a refund for this milkshake or smoothie and it was already mostly finished um and she said her mom had it um and she's only here because of her mom like she hates this place like she said again i was like ma'am uh but the customer's always right right so i my manager came and um kind of rescued me before i was able to speak up for myself but um yeah i don't know what what was going on with that lady it seemed like she was very something was going on but yeah, that's probably the worst worst customer experience I I had because I did nothing to this lady and where yeah. she tried really it was like her goal to like make my day bad, which was really really sucked. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I think thank goodness my my manager like just literally stepped right in front of me she, and then yeah. kind of handled it. Um. So yeah, but I'm like the type of person that I don't ask for help. Like yeah, I didn't ask him to help me. Um, and so, yeah, I'm just glad he did. Yeah. That's wild. <sighs> what about you, Miko? Um, 
Are we talking about just like my experience with customers or? Yeah, or it could be a, a, like a like specific. Because mm-hmm. I feel like, okay, so my my worst experience as a as an employee working at like working customer service was at one of my previous jobs. I just had really bad uh, bosses, like the owners mm. of this company. Uh, I was working at this place as a manager <clears throat> and the the owners there just it started off okay but as i started to realize different i guess flaws in their work ethic or just like their management style and whatnot and like they hired me as their manager so i wanted to give them my input to help improve the business so that it would work mm. well for for them for our employees and whatnot but they just didn't want to give me like any sort of attention or the respect that I deserved mm. as a manager that they hired and that they agreed that I would be responsible for these things. Mm-hmm. They basically just brushed it all off and just be like, no, like we know what we're doing. Like you just basically told me to like stay in my lane, mm. which made no sense because I was trying to like manage the cafe, but they wouldn't let me do that. And as I, I worked at this place for several months and it just it just kept getting worse and worse from like scheduling conflicts to like um, uh, equipment breaking down, even though I warned them about it and mm-hmm. like uh, running out of uh, orders of things that they were responsible for and then put the blame on me instead. A bun- it's just a bunch of BS. And I just hate that. Like as at this point I had been an experienced barista um, and like working in coffee for several years and they also knew that through my through the way that I worked but I just hated that like they treated me like I didn't know anything yeah and it just sucks that 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 happens to people like I I'm sure I'm not the only person that's had that experience too Mm -hmm. it's happened to other people as well but it just sucks that it's like a thing in this industry Mm mm-hmm and it's with a lot of cafes. Literally, I feel like there's no more cafes to really <laughs> to really um apply for, at least in our area, because they've they've tried it all. And these are all ambitious, passionate baristas. But when it's in the hands of um an owner who's barely there or doesn't know anything about coffee and only about handling a business, it'll never work. Like it's just not sustainable at all. And so it's okay, guys. One day, all my friends will have cafes. Um, that'll be that's a big goal of of, of ours. But um, yeah, and I think there's two types of workers, right? The people that who are actually really passionate about it, and they could care less. I mean, of course, money is important, right? We got to pay bills, but um, for someone to stay that long, you know, uh, it seems like you know they're they're really passionate. And there's people who are really just doing it for money, right? Um, and so, yeah. Mary, do you have any bad experiences? I'm trying to think. Not really the customers. More of like what Miko was saying, management. Because mm-hmm. right. every time, I think every time like it was a, a problem that I would have to think about, it's more of like how the manager was like taking care of it when, it, when there were times that it should have been like dealt differently. Because mm-hmm. I had to think about like the customers. The customers... I mean, they don't really know what's going on. So it's sure. more about like us because we know how things are supposed to be. So when a manager doesn't do their job like properly, it just like it makes me want to be like, oh, I don't want to work for this person anymore. <laughs> it's not mm-hmm. even worth it. But 
Or like sometimes their morals are a little bit different. And I'm like, oh, I can't mm-hmm. believe I'm working for these people. Like, mm-hmm. oh, what the heck? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, but now like within my new job, when we notice like when managers aren't doing their job correctly, they're either they either get fired or they leave. <laughs> so it's like, okay. Luckily, yeah. like my job now, they kind of deal with like like managers who do who don't carry themselves correctly or think about themselves a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. So it's not as bad because there's like more than one manager compared to like only having like two. Mm-hmm. at a restaurant so it's like it's not as bad right yeah. right, right. so yeah. i mean most of the customers that or i guess most <laughs> of the guests that i deal with they're pretty nice mm-hmm. especially the at the place that i am right now like literally we have like special like members that come to our driving range whatever he like bought a coke right and i was like he had to like leave so i didn't really want to make it a big deal because i couldn't find his check so i told my manager like oh i can't find his check whatever so my manager was like oh it's okay just like i'll take care of it i was like okay fine that's fine i tell the the member like special member he's like oh my god no i really i usually just tip on like the card even though it's a soda i'm like I was explaining to him, like, no, it's okay. Like, it's a soda. And then, like, there's a reputation about these special members Mm. that they don't tip. They just come to play. But when I serve them, it's, like, um, if it's, like, if I'm them, I don't really want to, like, I I wouldn't tip because I I wasn't there to, like, play a part Mm -hmm. of my membership. So I like to explain. I explain to him, like, oh, it's okay. Like, don't worry about it. Like, it's just a soda. Like, I don't want to press you on getting a tip. So he says, oh, okay. Like, that's fine. Like, I got you next time. Like, I'll like take care of you. I'm like, okay, that's fine. And then like (laughs) 10 minutes later, I'm in the vet station. He comes out of nowhere. He points at me. And then he gives me five dollars. I'm like, oh my god, you don't have to, but thank you so much. Because yeah. it was like I was taking care of a party already, so I kind of forgot he left. So I'm so surprised that like there's customers like that, especially like at the job I work at. They're mm. super duper generous, and I'm like, that's good. No, like I don't want to. I don't like forcing guests to like tip, sure. even though that's like part of the job. Mm-hmm. I don't like forcing that because it doesn't really look that great especially if it's someone that you see often yeah Mm -hmm. especially like our regulars is like yeah they have like they're paying way more to have a better experience at our job so like i mean if they tip you they tip you like right Mm -hmm. depending on your service so what's the point of like pushing them to like give you a certain percentage Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah. so mary what's your what's your goal when coming into work um Courses are every day, yeah. but we all have. I feel like we have all we all have personal goals or should set personal goals when we're when we're working. And so, what is that for you? I think this the job I'm at right now. It's a it's my first serving job like ever, so oh. it's like it's easier, easier, whatever. I mean, usually I know when I come into work, definitely on the weekdays, then the weekends, it's gonna be slow. So I'm like, okay, I might as well like, um, because I'm also like a a shift lead whatever so i'm just thinking like okay i might as well like put my best service and like make sure they're okay checking up on them Mm -hmm. and then i mean whatever i make is whatever i make Mm -hmm. so since i don't work nights anymore i don't mind the um 
like the low tips but mm-hmm. sometimes like if there's like some like parties i have to like deal with like then i'll be then i'll have like extra tip because it's part of the party so it's like sure okay i just usually like to like um i like to take care of them mm-hmm. to make sure they're having a good experience mm-hmm. and things like that so it's not like i'm there just, just to, for like, the money. tip yeah just for the money yeah yeah it's a I guess it's a core value at our like driving range to like make sure that the guest is more like comfortable than having to take their order and then just like forget about them sure. for like 20 minutes. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I have I guess I have more fun. <laughs> yeah, serving. absolutely. Yeah. That's what I was I was going to ask like sometimes like like okay, just say like you know, we we have bad days at work, right? Or we have bad days on our personal in our personal life and that can really kind of if we allow it set up the day um like set our mood for the rest of the day um but it seems like and you if you you guys can agree or disagree when we make the active decision or intention to make the best of the day as we can at work even if we had a bad day at home or with a you know with another person just from doing that but they have no idea what you're going through yeah personally so it definitely helps you know mm. um that's why i wanted to start off the podcast with just like the bad experiences because overall you know um i think i mean any most of my friends pretty much are i know them to be very optimistic people seeing um life half glass full um and and putting that passion and putting that work and love into you know, our careers and everything. Um, so I want to pivot to what is the best thing about your job? What do you enjoy about your job? I can go first. Sure. I mean, I, I can Whoever. go first. So like I've, I've worked in coffee for five plus years at this point. And for me, like just... I Before I started working in coffee, I didn't drink coffee at all. I didn't know anything about the coffee culture. I didn't know mm-hmm. anything about brewing coffee. I didn't even like really like coffee. Um, but as I've like learned more about the craft of coffee, I also learned more about myself. Mm-hmm. And it really helped m- me grow as a person. Um, and I guess like it helped me come out of my shell. I used to be like really nervous and shy and like not not antisocial but like it was just hard for me to meet people and like make friends but after I don't know there's just something about being in coffee that helped me grow and um connect more to other people in my community Mm. and I've just created I've I've had I've found like the the best like friendships and connections through uh through like different cafes that I've worked at um meeting people um, at the cafes and talking to them about their own interests and stuff. Like I, for some reason I like playing this game where um, I'll try to learn like if someone's like in college, like what they're studying or like what someone's uh, currently working in. And I just try to find a way to connect it to coffee. That's so like, good. Even That's if so it's fun. by like two, three, four degrees of connection or whatever, yes. it's just a fun game that I like to play and it. Like it helps me learn more about them in a way that like makes it more interesting to me as well yeah so like someone it makes like, your day more exciting honestly yeah like just... i met i met someone who's like an entomologist someone who works with bugs and i'm like oh well <laughs> people think that like bugs have nothing to do with coffee farms but some of them will have like there's like a 
sustainable like biodiversity and like bugs play a huge part in the ecosystem and like just mm-hmm. random stuff like that. I love I love connecting. Yeah, and you learn. That. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I learn more so about cool. I learned they they learn something about coffee. I learned something about whatever they were interested in. It's yes. just like I don't know. And there's a bunch of uh, there's so many other things I could say about like working in coffee that have been good for me. But like I feel like that's the main thing mm-hmm. is like learning how to connect more with others. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I would say surprisingly my the best part of my job is my bosses. Most of the reason I quit because of my old boss. But um, the owner right now, they're like they're they're so nice. They regain the, my faith in Chinese owner. <laughs> <laughs> Your faith in Chinese owner that's so funny. But um, like they're super caring. So like to, yet today I have like. Um, a big test that I'm like super worried about I didn't sleep much and they knew about it and the first thing I walked in they asked oh how was your test are you how are you feeling are you tired you want to eat something first and later on that day like I have a new hire coming in today and I have to train her and they were talking about not having her come in because because they were afraid that um it's like gonna be too much for me to handle and um but but i told him like hey it's fine i can do it and um coming toward like to the afternoon they said oh do you want to leave early because um i don't want you to like collapsed Mm -hmm. i said um yeah i'm I'm fine i'm fine Mm -hmm. but like those type of bosses Mm -hmm. that it's like it it it's the drive for you to go on like like it's like kindness for kindness. Mm-hmm. If they're like kind to me, I am willing to mm-hmm. give them my hundred percent. Mm-hmm. And it's like I'm so happy working with them. I'm willing to work with them. They always ask me, like about oh hey, how can we improve um, about the coffee? Because they like they have experience working in cafes before, but not a lot. Um, so they always asked for my opinion and they said, if you want to, like anything you want to add, just like, let me know. Mm-hmm. And, um, they, and like, my goal is to have like a bakery slash cafe, like what, whatever, what they have right now. So they offer like, oh, if you want to know anything, just ask us <sighs> if you want to learn about baking, cause whenever you have the time, just go in and observe. Mm-hmm. It's like so nice. And they, they bought me dinner so many times oh, that's awesome yeah that's so nice it's like so caring and um and today i had like a conversation with one of my boss and then i told her like you paid me to come here to work mm-hmm. i am gonna give you my 100 percent because like you guys treat me so so well so nice my family also have a, a business but it's like not, not in service but like I know what owners have to do with like employees, so I try to be as helpful yeah. as possible. That's so good. Yeah, and they were like, oh "My God, you're like one of the best <laughs> employee ever." Yeah, yeah, that's so. It's so especially if you you know you you're an employee of someone. Um, uh, of course, there, there there are those bosses that it's kind of hard to to be able to have understanding or patients with but at the end of the day um they are our authority they are our leaders and so um we try our best to 
kind of like please them basically and, and, and make sure that we let them know that, you know, we're responsible and that we're accountable and, and all that. So it's so nice to um, receive affirmation from them because we work so hard to keep everything afloat, you know, and some things don't get noticed all the time. But when they do notice even just the little things that you do, it makes all the difference for us. Yeah. So you, you, you feel like as if, you know, you're not working in vain, but you're working for, you know, a good purpose and, and to be of service. So nice. Very nice. I think for me personally, um, um, I've been a preschool teacher for at least a year now. It's my very first full-time job. And um, there's so much things I enjoy about it. I love the kids. Um, they can be a handful at times, but I love my age group because two-year-olds are where you're, they're the most, it's the most vital time of their years. Um, everything that we are today is because of our childhood. And even if they probably won't remember my name, you know, just by memory, um, they'll have those core memories and, and what they learned, you know, and um, I, I can always recount those teachers that made a big impact on me. And I hope to be able to do that, too, with them. And then you also, you know, while there are the kids, you also see the parents every day, the beginning and the end of the day. And sometimes you can even feel like the immense um, stress they have or like, you know, um, or even some I sometimes I feel their guilt not being able to be with their kids all day. Um, and so it's nice to be able to take off the load, like even in just the smallest gestures um, to help them out as much as I can, to help them not feel worried about their kids, um, to let them know that their kids are safe and and um, taken care of. So yeah, I think I think that's the, that's the best thing about my job and also seeing them grow. Like these kids, they won't listen to, like they won't, <laughs> they won't receive something after um, one time. Like you have to repeat everything like tell them all the time every every day every minute remind them of something and enforce it and then sooner or later they catch on so quickly like they're sponges and it's so amazing to see it in real time mm. um but it requires a lot of patience and it's not for everyone you know a lot of people are like wow you have a lot of patience and i think you know teachers really do have a gift of of patience um and so, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, that's, I think, the best thing to kind of see. And it helps me because in a life that can be so serious sometimes and like, you know, so, so much of these things that we that is put on us as we get older, it's nice to like just kids don't care. Like kids are just there to have a good time. You know, they're the most outspoken, honest people. Um, and uh, I can act like a kid around them, you know, and not feel judged um, and just be myself. And I feel like I've, especially in my style and how I dress up, like I'm more expressive, you know, as to when I worked in a corporate job or like in an office, like I felt so restrictive. I felt like I couldn't be myself. Um, so it's nice to be able to come in and just feel loved too. I feel like it's a very healing job for me um, every single day. So yeah, that's what I love about my job. Yeah, yeah. All right, next question. Um, we already said that. What is I guess? Um, do you guys see yourself? What is I guess your dream job? Um, and if you see yourself in in your current job for a while but if there's an ultimate job an ultimate dream job what would that be now just say it 
my ultimate goal yes. <laughs> is to have like this ultimate coffee experience where all my friends know that I'm like super into coffee. Yes. Um, so like my my ideal so I want to be a business owner for one. Mm-hmm. But like to curate I want to curate like this coffee experience where um people come to the facility and they're they're, they're able to like take classes. Like I want to focus on coffee education where people who might not work in coffee so like if you're a home brewer or like you're just interested in learning about coffee you can come in take these like accessible classes to learn about how to brew coffee how to do latte art how to like um how to make espresso at home stuff like that but then also have um like a more professional experience curated for baristas business uh other like cafe or bakery owners who want to like do barista training or equipment maintenance Mm -hmm. or um like uh learning how to like do cafe management and stuff like that um so all of that like basically everything to learn about coffee that's accessible to anyone that needs it Mm -hmm. um and then i also want to have that would also be attached to of course like a cafe and a roastery the roastery would be taking care of like my cafe as well as like selling coffee to um other cafes that might need it or like selling it at grocery stores or farmers markets yes. just any, anywhere I can That's awesome. um and then in the cafe I have this funny concept of making it kind of look like a like a modern art like a modern art history museum love that if that makes sense yes but like I want to have like vintage coffee equipment like espresso machines like unique coffee brewers and like a really nice like curated coffee menu nothing like nothing nothing against starbucks <laughs> but like i want to like i don't want i don't really need like all the fancy flavored mixed drinks and like mm. um frappuccinos and whatnot that's totally fine for starbucks but what i want to do is have something that's like very intentional um very like streamlined and like of course like feature like holiday drinks or yes. um just like really intentional uh crafted drinks like some flavored drinks here and there but nothing crazy like starbucks nothing against them they're perfectly fine and all but i just wanted to be more intentional um just like special ingredients that i would want to use that like make sense for the season or the holiday Mm -hmm. and then um i also want to be able to feature like unique styles of brewing coffee so like if i have like a a vintage espresso machine Mm -hmm. or a, a unique or like an antique um coffee brewer that like people don't normally see at cafes or really anywhere it's like hard to find i want to be able to allow customers to have a cup of that coffee a a cup of coffee from whatever like unique brewer there is and let let them experience it too Mm -hmm. and like feature it for like a week two weeks a month depending on how popular it is and swap out with whatever equipment we have Mm -hmm. so i just want to make it like i just want the whole cafe experience to be around seeing like just seeing like how different like how how widespread coffee is not only just in like how it can be made but also like look into like a little bit of the history of it and the science of coffee and the artistry like I want them to see everything it's not just like you walk in you buy coffee you leave I mean if they if they need to do that like they can like we'll have that set up but like I'd want it to be focused more around like appreciating like yeah appreciating like what coffee is like where it where it's come from where it is now where it, uh where it could be going stuff like that mm. um 
And I'm sure I'm, I'm going to have so many more ideas when it comes to like opening a coffee business, but I'm going to start small for sure. For sure. Yeah. But like, that's the end goal. That's yes. the dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you, you heard it right here, guys. We'll see you in a few years when that happens. I'm so excited. Oh, my gosh. What about you guys? I'm scared to talk about my dreams now, Dad. <coughs> I don't want to go after Nico. Oh, I'm so sorry. I okay, a last. lot of our friends are cough people. <laughs> you want to go first? So. No, no, you got the It's mic. not like we're going to go against each other. I set the bar too high. <laughs> I have the pressures on. <laughs> the pressure. Um, like I mentioned earlier, I want like a bakery slash cafe. Uh, to me, I value um, a good conversation. So it's going to be like a nice... Not quiet, but like jazz music playing in the background, raining outside, <laughs> where two people could have Love like girl. A, <laughs> a couple coffee. Uh, they can do work. They can talk. And I want to make my cafe is like a center for connections, mm-hmm. where people can go there, um, exchange business idea. They can talk to the barista behind the, ca- the counter if like whatever they're interested in and create beautiful cakes for the community also like i want to give back to uh, my community uh, and i want to it to be like a hangout spot for my friends also i want to have like <laughs> cactus around my cafe <laughs> uh succulents this is definitely <laughs> yeah you already know it's like Good cakes, good coffee, good conversation. That's what that's what I'm like. My goal, community space. Yeah, wow, like it. Not like, Starbucks. What would it be called? I haven't come up with names yet. I haven't got into that um, phase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Oh, guys, it can happen, y'all. My dreams sound so normal after me. What do you mean normal? No, my my dream sounds like <laughs> like super big. extra and extravagant. That might be too much, and I'm biting off trying to bite off more than I can okay. chew. But. Well, that's why I wanted us together and talk about it because you know sometimes we settle for less. Sometimes we're like, oh, why can't I do that? You know, and so it's nice to be able to like, you know, hear each other's dreams, keep each other accountable, and then you know, um, get inspired from one another because why not, you know? Um, For me personally, I feel like I like too many things. I think at the end of the day, I'm definitely someone who would most likely have a business, Um, but I have a few things. But I think the big general thing is community space. So whether that be um, like have my own uh, community hub as well. It seems like the earth is very... I mean, that's why you guys are my friends, but... um, either a cafe or like a, a, a creative space, um, whether it be an Airbnb. So like rather than just a room or a home, it would be uh, especially created for artists and creatives. And yeah, I think that and of course to be able to give back to my community. Um, I would love to have a for-profit coffee shop in the future but I also would love to have a nonprofit run coffee shop because that would be going towards employees. That would be going to those who are, you know, supporting it. Um, everything that I do, I feel like it's it's always to be of service to someone. So I just always want to be involved in helping um, to whoever needs help. Um, and yeah, 
So I, I love, like, as you guys know, I, I feel like now that I talk about it, I feel like I've already I started the path of cultivating that. Even if it's not a building, if it's, even if it's not, you know, having everything, like, literally working. <laughs> you see, like, a bunch of wires right here. Like, it literally <laughs> took us so long to just set up. <laughs> but I know and I'm so grateful at least I'm in that stage of cultivating that life, you know. And, and it all starts from somewhere, you know. So, um, yeah. But again, I don't have like a one thing that I want because I'm so in the moment now. I feel like I used to have such like specific dreams of where I want to be. And those are really important. But I feel like I just at this moment, I'm more intentional about what I'm doing. And then whatever happens, happens. But mm -hmm. I would love to have a community space. That's definitely the biggest goal I have. So, yeah. What about you, Mary? <sighs> Sorry, <not. laughs> I don't know. I, I, for me, I feel like I'm I'm slowly kind of doing what I want to do, or like help manage like artists, or help with like making making things like videography, or like mm -hmm. dealing with their social media and things like that. So that's still so still something that I want to do, and maybe be like a creator, making videos and things like that. So that's still like you're technically doing. It I'm already. technically doing that. <laughs> Very slowly. Yeah. There's like, hopefully, there's just specific like things or like companies that I would want to work with, especially like well-known like creators that um, I've met and I'd like want to work with them one day. Just like not right now, but I'm like making my portfolio slowly. Mm -hmm. But they like they're like slowly like recognizing. Either either they know me either word of mouth or they like recognize my work and I didn't or something like that. So it's like a slow progress. Mm -hmm. But that's like literally the only thing that I've been liking or doing. Mm -hmm. It's just like video editing and making content and like mm -hmm. helping other people in like the ways that I can. Mm -hmm. So I think I'm on a good path. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. I think it's always yes, I think it's always good to just remember like it just the the steps are more, actually more important than the goal itself sometimes, yeah. you know. We could sometimes we what can keep us from reaching our goals is just thinking too much about the destination rather than getting there. Like I told Kelsey this, like, it's not bad to want that mansion um, that you want in the future. <laughs> but girl, there are things in between that to help you get there, you know. And sometimes while you're so, while you get the hang of it and like while you start to love the rhythm, the progress, um, even running into setbacks, just enjoying that process and that season itself, you like tend to forget like even the destination because you're so invested in just having the the good habits in your life that you cultivate and everything. And so that's really good, guys. Um, so uh, a question I had was, how do you see money now compared to before? Because we get paid, right? Um, you know, we're not going to talk about how much we get paid, but, you know, how has that changed over the years? What were your, <laughs> what were your ideas um, <clears throat> on money when you were younger? when you first got into working for yourself um, to now? Um, Dang! <laughs> I didn't think how, this, com uh, this uh, question would be so deep. <laughs> I don't know. I or is it the same? Are we still struggling? Uh, it is. It is. It's crazy. It's crazy how like... 
uh, it, it's really your perspective on it. Like for me personally, I've been through the moments of where I was able to get a lot of money. Um, but how I got it wasn't the most fulfilling and did not give me real joy. And so I've never been rich, 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 I guess, in society. But um, there was a time where I was pretty comfortable with how much I was getting paid before. But it just wasn't it wasn't fulfilling. And so um, I think now uh, I don't see it as the number one priority. But in any case that I find myself comparing myself or, you know, you look on social media um, and how people have been progressing, whether, you know, in their finances or whatever, it does cause you to feel like, oh, am I behind? Like, am I not doing something correct? Um, but then you go back to the back and forth where it's like, well, I don't want to do what they're doing either. Um, this is what I want to do. And we, you know, we get paid differently, but um, I'm not going to let money or the income that I'm getting kind of decipher how I'm going to live my life. You will never have enough. You know, I mean, even the richest people around will always say they don't have enough. So, yeah. What are you guys? I mean, yeah, I can piggyback off of that. Like, I mean, to give some background, like my my family has always been, I guess, like in like the like working middle class. <clears throat> like we've always been as far as I know, like growing up, we've always been financially stable. So I never I've never felt like. Uh, we struggled for money in any in any way, but of course we're not rich. Like we mm-hmm. live in a pretty humble home, I think. Um, and when I started working, like it was to me, it was just like nice to have my own money. But it wasn't like I wasn't focused on like I need to make more money. Mm-hmm. Um, and and like now, like of course I'm being paid more than when I first started working. It's still it's still the same. Like I don't I don't worry about. Like on one end, I don't worry about making enough money to provide for myself because my family is sort of stable in that sense. But I'm also not like trying to like make a ton of money to like be rich or like be successful mm-hmm. or like, you know, grow financially. And it's perfectly fine if that's something that you do. But for me, like the way that I see money is it's 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 a means to an end. It's never the end goal. Mm-hmm. So like I know... Like, I, of course, like one of my goals is to be a business owner. And of course, I need to know a lot about how to handle my financial situation. But I feel like I didn't get to that point because I worried about or because I wanted to make more money. Mm-hmm. My passion for coffee came first. And that's like and the connections yeah. that I made through that. So I, I, I want I want to focus my goals around like what I'm passionate about. And I'm not passionate about money. I'm passionate mm-hmm. about people. I'm passionate about coffee. I'm passionate about making connections through through each other's passions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, money is money is a is a means to an end. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But you guys, oh, you go. yeah. Wait, I'm thinking. I think at first when I started making my own money. I was surprised. Oh, oh, well, first, obviously, we were surprised by the amount. Like, oh, my God, I got money. <laughs> Spend it right yeah, away. Oh, my God. <laughs> but then I think, like, because um, I started, like, freshman year of college, I, I realized, like, oh, like, I can probably, like, pay off my um, classes now. Like, uh, so my parents don't have to do it so much. Oh, I can, like, um, pay, like, buy stuff for myself. And then I think while 
um, throughout the years, like going to different jobs, there's like a certain amount of hours that you have to like hit in order to get the amount that you want. Because mm-hmm. then um, I guess like you realize like there's taxes. So there's like they take a percentage. <laughs> Where's my money? So we're like, what is this? Why'd you take this much? I worked so hard. Oh my God. Okay. But luckily like, Oh, I figured I figured out how it works. So like now I can calculate like the percentage I should have. Mm-hmm. So they don't like take off too much or things like that. So I was able to control or like control the amount that I want or that I deserved. Mm-hmm. And then like have the have like some like money to spend. Mm-hmm. Especially now now that I'm actually like getting paid for the stuff that i'm passionate about it feels very rewarding mm. so it's like okay i can work like these hours and i can get this much and then i can calculate in my head and like okay i'm gonna have this at the end and i'm gonna save this much so i guess now i feel more smarter with my money so i can uh save more for like the future if ever i want to get like apartment or if i'm saving up to like pay my credit card i'm more smart about it mm. and then now um, there's like different ways that I can make money, um, like selling clothes or like helping with like other businesses. It's not too reliable on like one source of like. Do you have a little bit more freedom? Yeah, yeah, a little bit more, more awesome. freedom too. Okay. Nice. I like the flexibility. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know where to start. Like the 18 years old immature me wanted the newest iPhone, the newest <laughs> MacBook, Let's go. the newest everything to show off on Instagram. Mm-hmm. So I used to get as much shift in as possible and I worship money. Like I worship it. It has to be money, money, money. Like everything is about money. Money, 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 money. Money, 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 I learned it the hard way. I learned that um, the like the hours I put in at work is the the like the lesser hour I can put into my study and then finishing my degree. So that's why it's it's like took a long time also to um, I haven't graduated yet. Sadly, too sad. That's okay, girl. <laughs> That's okay, gra- girl. I never graduated. Um, hey, so. I just graduated. Oh, so shit. <laughs> and it, like, it, it went on for like a couple years until recently I had like a full time job, which I'm not happy at, but it was a good money. Like, it, it's like good pay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I was rich for a while, <laughs> for a couple well, months. While it lasted. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you were living with yeah. me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Like I and then like I sit down journal journal about it. I was like, I am not, I'm not happy, but I made good money. Is it like mm. worth sacrificing my mental health like this? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then like I finally got the courage to quit that job on the spot. Um, like right now, even though I made not even half the amount, but I couldn't be happier. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. right now, I would choose happiness over money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Very good. Full agree. Very good. It's a learning curve for yeah. sure. And it, it sucks because you won't realize that till you are physically tired. Yeah. Till like you have nothing left. Till you're burnt out, you know. 
But that's how we learn. Yeah, you and know? you you learn that you don't always need the newest iPhone. You don't yeah. need the newest iPad. You don't need anything. For sure. Like, phone can be replaced t- 10 years from now. When it's broke down, you can get a new phone. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, showing off on social, social media doesn't mean anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And your projection on life just changes. Yeah. Um, and what you value the most, you know, you learn that along the way. Like all of us <laughs> seem to say that the most valuable thing is relationships, relationships with our coworkers, relationships with ourselves, with the customers that we have, mm-hmm. you know, those things last. Like those are the things that we really remember. It's crazy because we'll get a paycheck and we'll forget about it. You know what I mean? Um, but we'll always remember that one customer, that one person who did the smallest gesture but made our day you know, um, or us doing a small gesture and them, you know, expressing how much they appreciated. Um, yeah, that's what that what that's what keeps us going. And um, yeah, and I is there anyone else who wanted to share anything about that money? Um, 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 oh my god, I had a thought. <laughs> um, oh, I wanted to say that like I feel like talking about money, especially in like the society we live in now, it's so like hard to talk about it in a way that doesn't at least like in our situations Mm. like i often feel like i i feel scared to come off as like spoiled like i know i'm not rich like i'm not like spending money extravagantly on stuff but i also am aware that like not everybody has the same opportunities as us and like Mm -hmm. like for whatever reason like legitimate reasons can't provide for themselves or for their families which sucks but to I guess in my life to sort of counteract that not only do I try to like give back to communities monetarily like I guess like one of my favorite love languages is like giving gifts so like Mm -hmm. I like spending my money on other people like like I will admit that I spent a lot of money on myself too (laughs) like like around like with coffee stuff but like recently I've been learning how to like give like gifts for other people whether that's like treating them to lunch or just like finding like really unique things like Mm -hmm. like uh, like this season for for christmas i've been i bought like almost all of my coworkers like a gift that like has some sort of meaning for them and it's become a lot easier for me now that i have had more money uh like accessible to me but i just feel like it just feel it just feels right to me that like i'm not just using it for my own gains i'd rather like share with other people so that you know yeah, like it's not just for me. It's mm-hmm. for it's meant to be shared. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The moment that we were able to give, give, like that's more fulfilling than us receiving. It's yes. so it's more blessed um, to be able to give than to receive all the time. You know. This is where you plug your donation link. <laughs> How did you know? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I will do that. <laughs> Definitely will do that. After hearing all of our dreams, all your money goes towards our dreams. <laughs> yeah um but that's great guys um just to wrap up i guess uh, one quick thing if everyone can share um it could, you can take it however but um lessons you learned just say a lesson if you could think of one a lesson that you learned or or you can see it in a way like um you know i wish i had told my younger self this so kind of in that way what would that be when it come to when it came to career and jobs nothing we learned nothing Nothing. (laughs) 
Can you repeat the question in another way? Um, I'm sure there's something. I just can't think of it off the top of my head. Sure, I'll, I'll try to I'll try to go first, and maybe I'll find it along the way. But I think, and kind of already spoke upon it, but um, oh yeah, one thing is, uh, don't think that your job is the only thing happening in your life or the only important thing. I think what what I really liked about what Mary said, and I'm so happy that she's found she's at this point but it's like uh flexibility you know you're not just your job you're not just your career a lot of people that i've run into spent and that that's not that this is wrong or anything but um dedicated so much time towards the career um but sometimes a mishap happens where you graduate and you don't get a job right away and then they have nothing else like they don't they they have to find themselves again they have to go to hawaii to discover who they actually are you know what i mean <laughs> um or you know wherever and have a getaway trip and again not to guilt trip anyone because i've i've gone through that in a way um, many getaway trips but i'm just saying that um it's because i was so focused on where i um put so much pressure on like i had to be here and this can come from family expectations this can come from societal expectations sometimes the hard expectations you put on yourself not that that's bad but we have to remember where our identity should not just solely be on our career um, and once you get that out of your mind um, for instance like I grew up focused on that I will be in an artist like that is the ultimate goal that's the only thing but I had such a limited view on what that looks like and an expect like assumptions about it i thought i had to produce art every single day to be an artist you know and, and do that and once i couldn't get into art school then i automatically thought that oh maybe i'm not cut out to be an artist but later down the road i found that being an artist is subjective and there's so many things within that form you know you can be whether a writer or this and then this and that um and so yeah i guess don't i you don't find your whole identity in your career. There's so much about yourself and your life um, and who you are as a person. If we're so focused on just that one thing, you know, you could have used that time to also discover what you're also into. Different hobbies, like as busy as we are and tired as we are, what keeps me going is finding random hobbies again, you know, and um, discovering, oh, I, I like this, even if it might not last, you know, uh, for very long at least I tried and made time for that you know so I think that that's what it would be to not limit yourself to just one thing and keep in mind like in our culture that is not really talked about like we're always expected to have one thing and be set on that for the rest of your life and to be so sure about it and that's just not that's not reality dude it's not yeah um, again, there's structures important, you know, preparing yourself, equipping yourself, taking on experiences. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just it's just not it's not fun. It's not fun to do just one thing. Yeah, I can actually provide a little insight on the opposite of that. Where sure. for me growing up, <laughs> I was into like everything. Yeah, and, like I had so many hobbies that like I couldn't decide what to do. Um, like like what what kind of like I didn't know what major to pursue when I was in college didn't even graduate college um didn't know what to major in didn't know where to work until I felt fell into coffee but like like yeah I have a passion about coffee now in terms of my career but you know looking back 
with all the hobbies that I've had in the past and still have, mm-hmm. it it really helps me just like provide balance for myself where like if I get burnt out from like work or whatever, or like being around coffee for too much, which doesn't happen off very often, but mm-hmm. um, I can always like go back and like continue exploring one of my other hobbies. Like I play a lot of guitar or I do a lot of singing or rock climbing is also another big hobby of mine. Mm-hmm. It's just very, I've always found it very useful to be curious and everything or just like want to do whatever it is that's accessible to me um and because of that like it like a lot of my connections nowadays have been because of coffee Mm. but also because i have all these other like hobbies that i've had just like sort of like sitting on the counter per se also provide a new like avenue of connection with other people Mm -hmm. yeah and yeah and, and to add on that like at the same time I've, I've met a lot of people, including myself, like who feel regret towards past jobs. But I always say like, dude, um, that happened for a reason. You know, there's always going to be some type of skill, knowledge that you've gained from it. Um, but then again, it, it, it depends on how you see it. I think the most important, one of the most important lesson I learned is how to be humble and um, treat other people would respect uh <sighs> i don't know where to start but like i need to think about it Meryl, do you want to go first i have to think about it too <laughs> <laughs> um i don't know uh i can't repeat the question <laughs> uh lesson learned lesson learned from alessia oh like with money right or just in general uh, just your job journey I think, um, I mean, for one, I kind of learned, like, how to spend it, how you want to spend it, either if you want to do it either the long term or short term, um, because you don't know if you'll have it, you'll have that money, like, in the future or anything. I mean, like, money is money, but, um, I guess it's the way that you spend it or the way that you handle it, it'll affect, like, your future, So I'm kind of glad that I've um, made like a system in my brain to like get me less stressed about what I want for the future and Mm -hmm. how I'm like doing it by like controlling the amount of money that I want to either save or spend Mm -hmm. depending. Becoming a little bit more wise about decisions. Yeah. Yeah. So you can live a more, who doesn't want to live a stable life, you know? You don't have to be the richest person, but just to be feel safe and secure. Of course, the goal. Mm, yeah. Okay. What about you, Kels? Last but not least. Uh, okay. Do you want me? Hmm? Yeah. So one of the one of the most important lesson I learned is uh, how to be humbled and um, respect toward uh, food service worker. Uh, unfortunately, where I came from, people are well everywhere i went there's a lot of people who are Mm self-entitled they demand everything and like not even a single thank you in return and like that's that's just crazy how people act like that like you need to be humble Mm -hmm. it's like and also one of the sad thing is uh people like food service worker, I feel like in my country don't get a lot of um, 
like the niceness they deserve. Like we all work in restaurants. Like it get busy. The wait time might be a little bit long, and I'm totally fine with waiting because I've been there. I've been in their shoes because like they have to run around all the restaurant, try to bring food to every single table, try to make everybody happy. So, like a wait is nothing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's my lessons. <laughs> I I can relate to that, yeah. especially having work in customer service for so long. I've I've learned how to be more compassionate. Not only like if I go to a place as a customer, like I have a lot more sympathy for like anyone who's working behind mm. like behind the bar, behind the counter, or whatever. But then even as um, like a barista serving customers, I have compassion for our guests, our customers. Like I don't, I try not to judge like where they're coming from. I just like you know yeah. welcome them in as they are, whether they're whether they're nice, whether they're disrespectful, or like mm-hmm. however like. I know everyone like has going something going on in their life, and like, kind of like what what I said earlier. Like I'm just there to like try to make their day, or like mm-hmm. just try to you know give them what they need and then some. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. And working in love, that's that definitely is is important. And um, I also wanted to do this topic because like I'm sure there are people out there who just are tired yeah. of their job, who feel as if it's repetitive. Um, or feel stuck and um, not to tell you to stay there or not to stay there. I think it's all in a matter of um, taking a time to think <laughs> about where you are and, and the jobs that you're in, the things that you're spending your time and energy in and making mindful decisions when it comes to our future and, and where we are now. Like Kelsey mentioned her mental health and keeping in check with that, you know, Um because our time does go towards a lot of um, the things we do at work. But um, I always feel like, like for me, like there'll be, there'll always be work gossip, right? There'll always mm-hmm. be something going on. Things spread quickly. And for me, I've learned to keep boundaries um, and not, and try my best not to include. I know it feels better when, um, or it feels good when we're like in the conversation, but like most of the time it's not, it's none of my business, right? And sometimes you can allow things to really damage your day, like whether it be, you know, something going on, a rumor. But if it doesn't help me, you know, um, just setting boundaries. Like I told someone, like someone was trying to like, I don't know, like tell me a rumor that has nothing to do with me. (laughs) And I just, I was just like kindly, I was like, "Um, thanks for letting me know, but I just, I don't think I had to know that. And sometimes that definitely helps your your job environment too because some people are not willing to stand up, you know, and and, and say things like that because mm-hmm. you also want other people to not have, like I think we've all been in experience where like the work environment was toxic or you didn't feel at ease, you know. And so I think that's also a, a hard thing, but like and also a rewarding thing to be able to set boundaries in, in the job and just to make sure at the end of the day, like everyone f- comes to work feels respected feels heard that's all that everyone really desires right but sometimes it's a matter of those individual people who are actually willing to create create space for that and opportunities for people to have that i think it's definitely possible but then they it's just (laughs) depends on the people um but all we can do is really we can't change how people react you know i've always trying to tell myself that remind myself that i can't change how people react 
The only thing we can change is how we see things, how we perceive things, how we react. And so, yeah, hopefully that um, you guys enjoyed this podcast. I definitely did. Hopefully with you guys who joined here kind of gave you a good refresher and reset into us going back to work tomorrow um i'm off tomorrow yes. <laughs> oh nice <laughs> pauline can can i actually add something i like sure. i just i just think of something yeah and i think that through um like uh being in food service it's really ch- build your character value mm-hmm. uh, like you yes. learn something about yourself through every single job <laughs> you um like you made mistakes you learn your weaknesses yes, and you fix yourself and good. you became like a much better person of a version of yourself. Yes. And yeah, I, I was, I have so much on my mind. <laughs> now it comes into the end. Now go ahead. Yeah. Please. yeah. And like, and like the fact that you learn something new about yourself, every, every job, like it just like so, when you sit down so and yes. think back about it, I was like, like mm-hmm. I can't believe I'm used to be that person. I can't believe I I used to be so impatient. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I used to be so self entitled. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and I told you this before, but um, like if I have kids one day, I want their first first job t- is to be in food service. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you <laughs> learn exposure therapy. you learn so much. <laughs> you do like the little craft, little skills little bit of knickknacks like everything I, I feel like most of the things i know how to do right now is from my jobs like my previous yes. job my right mm-hmm. now jobs yeah mm-hmm. and like i you know like how sometimes like a small latte art can make some some people's day yeah mm-hmm. like you like oh my god this is so pretty like and the fact that you can you like you create that happiness for them mm-hmm. that like b- seeing them happy makes my day right mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. it's like one of my uh one of my favorite part of my job right now yeah, too it's one yeah. of like the, the least joys yeah that you get to experience every day but i kind of wanted to piggyback on what off you said so like one of the things that i joke with with some of my coworkers now is like i kind of wish that like it was some sort of like government requirement like to enter the workforce you have to <laughs> like work at least yeah like you have to work at least one year or maybe two years <laughs> in customer service oh my gosh I feel like, yes i feel like if you've worked in customer service for at least like one or two years you you know what goes down like and you 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 just know like you have so much more respect for like people who always work in customer service mm-hmm. and like that choose to do that not only are they like doing it like not only does it if, if some people are in a situation where like it's the only job available to them, like you know like the the BS that they might be going through, <laughs> but then there's also like the people that have a passion for it and choose to do it, you have like such more you, you have so much more respect for them after going through like working in that kind of environment. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like what Kelsey was saying, like you you learn more about yourself and the way that you're able to treat others. Um and hopefully, like my hope would be under good ownership or management, like they they help cultivate um, better, like just learn how, like you learn how to be more respectful and uh, empathetic to other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it sort of just builds you, like builds your character off of that sort of work environment. Because it's not, because it's in the name, it's customer service. It's not about yeah. you, it's about them. And it's like yeah. trying to, 
you know, provide something for them mm -hmm. through your job, through your passions, through your talents and skills. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, such a good episode. Um, thank you guys for being here. Kelsey, Rico, Mary, of course. Um, it's so fun being able to uh, share insights with one another, tell each other stories, because it's not all about us. You know, we, we grow through the people that we interact with, um, even at our job place um, and in the respective communities and families that we're in. Um, so yeah so if, if this encouraged you please let us know let us know your stories your experiences in customer service or clientele um, please let us know we'd love to hear more about that um, like Miko mentioned before um, if you have gained value from um, positive and ponder and would like to see more um, content and uh, in-person events here in the, if you're in the DMV area our mission is to uh, provide cr uh, safe places for young adults as well as creative opportunities and empowerment. Um, so we have a lot, a lot we want to do in 2024 and 2023 has been such a ride in just the short amount of time. It hasn't even been a year, um, but it's it's good timing because as we talk about jobs and careers and finances, which is a lot about, which is a lot, a big part of our young adult life. Um, one of my biggest goals is to provide opportunities for financial literacy um, for Posip and Ponder. Our audio is not working anymore, but we'll say, uh, don't forget, guys, to always love and always. Oh my god! Oh, <laughs> I forgot. Don't forget to always love, to always be curious, and to always ponder. ponder. Bye. Bye.